Hello and welcome to the Hill Country Business Podcast, where we connect business owners to create a stronger community. My name is Izzy Zuela, and I'm the founder of InstaPay Services. I'm here with Leanne Zuela, who is the publisher of the magazine here in Austin, Texas. Each week, we share stories about real people doing real things in the Texas Hill Country. Thank you for joining us. Hi, today is April 30th, 2023, and I have the good fortune of sitting here with Israel Zuela, the founder of InstaPay Services, and I'm really happy that you're here today so you can share your story with the community and they get to know you a little bit. Well, hello, hello. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So one of the things that we can start out with is just providing a brief description of what it is that you do, and how you serve the community here in Hill Country. Sure. Well, I own a business called InstaPay Services, and my business is, is electronic transactions. So I provide a service that allows business owners to accept plastic you know, credit cards, credit card form of payments online or in person through a point-of-sale system or on their phone. Uh, I help facilitate that transaction. Fantastic. Does that include like point of sale systems or is oh, it yeah. only credit cards? Yeah. Yeah. Point of sale systems. So, you know, it, they look like a computer basically cause they are, and they have a cash register to them and you could have uh, you can build your own inventory or if you have a restaurant, you could um, create a, you know, an entire menu on that. And so you could accept all forms of payment, credit cards, cash check, most of the people, most of the people that do what I do, they're they're taught to go out and sell a bill of goods, and then they get paid sometimes thousands of dollars to get that business, and then they leave, and they don't really have anything invested in that relationship. Whereas for me, as long as my clients are happy, my customers are happy with the service that I provide, you know, people buy from people that they like and they trust. So as long as I do a good job over there then I know they're not going to just look for some other service. So I, I, I can be pretty confident knowing that this, this relationship and, and the livelihood is there for a much longer period of time. So it's not just providing them a service, but it really it's giving them the expertise that I've had that I, that I acquired over the past, what, 16 years in this industry of maybe things they shouldn't do and things they should do and minimizing a lot of their risk. You know, a lot of, Small businesses, I think, are under the impression that you just uh, sign up for a service and you run a card and it's really easy peasy and, and it should be simple like that. And it is, but there's also a lot of other nuances that, you know, they find out later, you know, the longer that they're in business, the more that they realize there are other challenges. And um, that's where I come in. So it sounds to me like you provide more of a consultative boutique service is not just like credit cards. A lot more, a lot more than that, because I don't want to see my customers fail in that. I don't want to set them up to fail. I want to set them up to succeed. So it's a much, much more of a longer term picture of what I have, as opposed to just, let's do this real quick and move on to the next person. That's just never who I was anyways, personally. Right. So what do you think is 
your biggest motivation or inspiration for work? My family. Aww. Yep, my family. Well, number one is is my faith in God. I believe that mankind and we're we're put on this earth to work. We're not put on this earth to just watch TV and float around and be I don't know. <laughs> Just wait to die. I think we need to be fruitful in everything that we do. And then it's my family. You know, I want to have a good life for my family. And, you know, it's important that, that whatever I do in life, that I can sleep good at night, knowing that I'm providing the best that I have, the best of me. And, yeah, that's, that's my biggest two sources of motivation I can think of. That's great. If you were able to reach a bunch of customers at the same time. I mean, what, what's the one thing that you could tell them that they'll want to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need you to come by here and help me? That's a very good question. There's probably lots of things that I'd want them to know. <laughs> That's a good question. I think for the most part, I find that the majority of the the relationships that I've acquired, that I've, businesses that I've, you know, business that I've earned was seeing what those business owners went through, how can I say it's like, uh, it's like finding out somebody has been in a bad date all their life. And you're trying to tell that other person that you're not that guy, you know? <laughs> so whatever it is that you have experienced all those years of, you know, being in business and maybe going, talking to people like myself on the phone and being promised a bill of goods and later on realizing you're in a really bad contract and you're getting ripped off. Um, I just say have an open mind. That's a good point because I feel like most business owners probably really believe that they know what they're doing. So what do you say to the business owner that says, oh, no, I'm only paying 1% or wow. don't worry, I got all my equipment for free. What can you tell them the truths about that? I think that there's no free lunch. I think, uh, yeah, of course you can get things for free, but... It has to make sense. It has to make sense financially. I mean, I sometimes I'll give, I'll, I'll put my own equipment with customers, but there has to be an incentive for me financially. Obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm in in business to make money, just like they are. No, but like if somebody says, "Oh, I'm only paying one point seven percent," what would your advice be? Well, you know, it's so yeah, it's always hard because you don't want to tell someone that they don't know what they're talking about, right? Because you know, there's a lot of intelligent people out there, but people think they know something, and I'm not here to burst anybody's bubble. But I do this for a living 24-7, almost 24-7, you know. But I've just seen just about everything out there. I've seen people that told me that they pay half a percent. And I kind of chuckle inside because I know, okay, well, they're paying half a percent because that's what they're paying probably on top of everything else that they're paying. So in my experience, most people that told me that they have a, greatest deal ever and they're not interested and those are the people that I was able to help the most but you know what I mean pe people say oh yeah I'm paying 1.6 I go I mean sometimes they'll say oh, wow you know you can also pay as low as half a percent you can also pay as low as as one percent right I mean it really depends the, na the nature of your business really depends on that but those are pretty rare to see, you know, people, oh, I'm only paying 1%. Uh, there's typically something else to the story. There's typically another way where those companies are getting their money from their business owners. And there have been several times where I've seen 
business owners that had a really good deal. And I, I just said, Hey, I think you have a really good deal over here. If I were you, I wouldn't do anything different. And then it really comes down to the, to the you know last question they'll have for them is, Hey, price aside, how happy are you with your service? Are you married to that relationship? Do you love every, what's your favorite thing? What do you like the most about your solution right now? And what is it that you dislike the most? Because, you know, maybe I can match it for them or something. But to me, it's like a, I don't know, like a cable service. You know, if your cable service works all the time and it's almost never down and, and that provider has a representative that's dedicated to you and they pick up the phone, you pick up the phone, you call them, they know who you are, right? And then, you know, you can get something cheaper for $20, $30 less or half. But, man, you know, it's always down. You always get another excuse excuse of why it's not working. They don't know who you are. They're not very polite. They don't call you back on time. So you know what? Time is life. And life's too short to deal with those kind of, you know, those type of service providers. So I'd say really focus on quality versus quantity. And, but to me, it's never been a problem. If you have something good, I, hey, I, I think you should keep it. And I had customers, I had people call me three years later and say, hey, I kept your card. And remember you gave me a cost analysis and you told me to stay where I'm at. I think something's changed and I'm really not like what I've got. And so it, it always paid me dividends later on in life. So when someone says that they're paying 1.7%, that's not necessarily a red flag for you? Well, I don't know. I mean, usually when, when people throw out numbers to you like that, that they're kind of relatively low, that's, I don't know. It's like you go to the mechanic and you're saying, oh, the car sounds fine. No, it's, there's no smoke coming out. It's all great, you know, because <laughs> you just want, you kind of want the mechanic to tell you that you're right because deep down inside you're, I think there's a whole lot of issues with my car. I mean, we just, my wife and I just dropped our car at a mechanic and and I knew there there, there are a few things that have to be changed. But, you know, inside I was kind of hoping that he would tell me what I want to hear. But, you know, you want to know the truth. You want to know the, the truth the way that it is. And I, I, I really try to just be down to earth and tell people the truth. And it's up to them to decide what they like it or not. But. So knowing that there's a lot of different businesses in the Hill Country, what is your main market? Are you going after B2B, business-to-business, or retail? What type of businesses do you tend to gravitate towards? That's a good question. Anybody in my industry will say that, and that's the truth. I mean, it's at, the bottom line is revenue. And the higher dollar volume that goes through your business, obviously the the more of a reward there could be for, for me as a service service provider. But going after really, really big companies, and I've done that before, and I, I have a lot of big companies I work with, has always been great long-term. It's, it also takes much longer to establish those relationships. And I, I learned, especially with you know what we had in 2020 through 2022 with this whole lockdowns and all that, that it was good that I wasn't locked into just a particular niche because for example, I know a lot of guys in my industry that were in uh, all they did is food and beverage. And when those restaurants were shut down, a lot of those guys lost their livelihoods and never came back. So I've always embraced the philosophy of I'll go wherever, wherever the you know, referrals are. Right. So it's funny because I have customers that 
are like a small tire shop in the middle of nowhere. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm making like $5 a month out of this thing. This is costing me money to work with them because <laughs> I get a phone call and it's like I'm working for free for them. But I was like, you know what? Don't despise a small beginning. And and then it turns out those itty bitsy bitsy businesses, their supplier is, oh, you know, he's my buddy from college and we go on vacations together. And he's a big manufacturer and he runs millions of dollars every month, right? And you know, then I would, I would get that referral and I didn't really have to beg and plead with anyone because of that really solid relationship that I have with that small business owner who is a really good friend of somebody who's really well to do that saw how well I treated that guy. And so I was blessed with that, you know, earning their business that way. So I just, to me, as anybody who is, who is opened and who is willing to look at something different to me, that's great because I, I, I just like working with people. People who value the service, that's who I'm after. You know, if, they're, if they just want something where they can just like open the box and start running something and they don't really need that relationship, then, I mean, I'm not going to chase them. They, the people will do whatever they want to do. So I think that's great that you are on this podcast today because you are the perfect fit for our businesses and I hope that people can come to Hill Country Podcast, ATX.com, and find you and contact you if they need any kind of credit card processing or a point of sale system. So they can go there and find you. But what's another way that they can find you? Do you have an email and phone number you'd like to give out? Absolutely. They go on my website. It's uh, instapaynow.com. They can also uh, email me at info at instapayservices.com or they can call me at 949-870-2010 and and I return calls and emails (laughs) which is really important I think people appreciate that good customer service I you know it's always surprising to me when people don't return a phone call and that's probably the easiest thing that you could do to be successful in business so everyone that's listening please return phone calls So thank you so much for coming in today. We appreciate your insight and hearing a little bit more about you and Instapay services. (laughs) Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts, subscribe and review. You can also visit our website at hillcountrypodcastatx.com. This is Izzy Zuella, Hill Country Business. (laughs) 